one and we are recording despite zoom and peter struck's best efforts to keep us from digitally meeting we will endure we are uh we're too stupid to not endure like i always say you can't uh, prevent us from carrying out our plans if even we don't know what our plans are at least that's my mo but everybody knows mr jeffrey prather as well as mr george webb and today is saturday october 1st 2022 um What's the uh, uh, George? I was texting Harry the Greek last night. What's the uh, what's the total aid we've sent to Ukraine this year? Are we coming up on seventy eight billion or is it fifty two billion? Oh, I think it's seventy eight. Seventy eight. Yeah, that's good. That's good. George, I guess I'll ask you first, and um, and then uh, Mr. Prather, who blew up Nord Stream two? Is that us? Jeff talked about it. Um, you know, there's definitely no reason for Putin to blow up his own pipeline. That's sort of like, you know, cutting your nose to spite your face. So I don't think that's even logical. Uh, but you have these people who are just, uh, you know, uh, I don't know where they get them. I don't know what kind of stuff they put in the water to get these people just to tow the DNC line. But so anyway, I'm in uh, the, the spinning sensation you feel is me turning around here in beautiful Myrtle Beach. This is where the hurricane hit yesterday. And as you can see, there's pretty much nothing on the ground here or anything. Uh, it's pretty cleaned up. I went all over South Carolina today and there was, you know, a few branches on the ground and stuff like that, but it wasn't, um, you know, there's no devastation or anything. Uh, so it wasn't nearly as bad as Florida. But anyway, back to your question. Um, I just... I just don't see any reason now who who might have done it from the West. There's a million reasons. Um, uh, on my website, I've talked a lot about the, an Israeli consortium, a sort of a Rothschild um, front groups, Genie Energy um, and also Noble Energy, wanting to complete and have NATO pay or and or United States pay for a pipeline called the East Med Pipeline or the Southern Route. I've called that the Southern Route for the last um, six years. And if you cut the Nord Stream, then now Europe needs a, a lifeline. And the Southern Lifeline is now you got to pay through the nose. You got to pay for it, which is going to be very, very expensive. Plus, you need a whole bunch of LNG ports. And I believe I've gotten photos from the, these guys talking about this in a summer reconstruction. Uh, discussions. Um, but with that, I'll throw it over to Jeff and let him have his take on it because he's got the special forces. And I was about to say, people may not know this and it may, may come as a surprise to them, but uh, Mr. Prather actually has more special forces operations training than uh, both George and I. I know that George and I look like tier one operators, Delta, DevGrew, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, reality is stranger than fiction. I'm actually not an operator and George is actually an investigative journalist. Looks can be deceiving, which is, you know, it's probably better to listen to the podcast than watch because you see, uh, and I'm enough of my bullshitting. Mr. Prather, your thoughts on this? Well, uh, George does a great uh, reporting of all the rat lines and how the wars are really about resources. But in this case, I would assess the intelligence at 100% certainty uh, that we did it. Uh, Biden or the double said that we would do it. He said that we had the capability to do it. Victoria Newland, uh, CIA cover State Department, 
uh, part of the Maidan um, color revolution in Ukraine said that uh, as well. No reason for Russia to do it. It wasn't even turned on. But the issue is that this is a resource war. And so Putin has, for a long time, he went for the friendship pipeline uh, way back and got that under Obama when Obama's red line was crossed. Uh, he's been going after resources. He's got oil, gold, and gas, uh, and, and the ruble's doing fine, where all the crypto and all the fake biodigital currency, and now the banks are going to roll out. They just announced that they're going to roll out this environmental um, uh, aspect of, of banking, which is just uh, a way to charge everybody for the air. There's no reason for that. So they need something um, to uh, counter uh, Putin's reality. Uh, and so uh, we have that capability. And I've actually even known some, of, George and I were talking about this on Friday. I, I know some of the uh, Navy hard hat divers. Uh, uh, it might be submersibles. It might be through, um, uh, through hacking, um, you know, not sure. But uh, Monkey Works also had, the, they had uh, sub chasers up around that area at the time in case anybody came to interfere with their operations. So 100% certainty that um, we did it. It's a covert op uh, and we're doing it to uh, stabilize or raise the dollar against everything uh, else. Uh, and just like with the uh, pipeline that's gonna supply California uh, because they're going with uh, electric vehicles that runs through Uvalde, that was, a, that was part of the false flag of killing those children for that uh, as well. Could you, um, could you elaborate that? And yeah, uh, George just vanished. I'm sure he'll be back in a second. Could you, could you, I hadn't heard of that before. What was the, what was the, uh, the strategic or I guess resource importance of Uvalde? So there's a pipeline that runs along the Uvalde County line uh, there, and it runs into California, of course, through uh, Texas. Uh, and as California collapses, because all of the uh, socialist, communist, Plantifa stuff, none of it works. They have to have some uh, resources. So the elites want to have resources for themselves. So this is a more low-key uh, profile, low-profile uh, pipeline that they can control because what they're doing is now that California is suing, uh, it's a civil suit for $1 billion uh, for each family uh, that lost a child. And of course, the, 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 that false flag operation was, there was an army pl plane flew in. Uh, there were two guys standing there. They cut that tape. They showed the tape, but they didn't show the two guys standing there. Then the army plane flies out. That's a tier one special operations intelligence signature that they are SSRI and AI and, uh, and training uh, these shooters through violent video games. Uh, and so, uh, but the, the information influence operation meme, the mimetic warfare of that was, and this came out in Tucson, Adelita Grohalva, uh, daughter of the corrupt congressman, was, hey, we don't need more security in our schools because there were 30 or 40 cops with long guns and it didn't help. And that was the meme war that was happening uh, there. But the other purpose of that uh, is to, uh, if they bring these civil suits for each of these families, then that will break, certainly break the town of Uvalde, the county, uh, and hopefully Texas, and so they can take control of that because really it's always about the elite controlling resources. Then, so what's it called? The honorable dissenter 
is it where if everyone in the room believes one thing, someone has to take the devil's advocate just as a sort of let's not fall into group think. Um, so let's let's kind of jump on that just as our own mental exercise. Is there any way that this wasn't us? And, could, and the reason I'm saying this is because I agree with both of you. I think it was us. So for the sake of of not falling into just we're all patting each other on the back. Is there any way that this isn't isn't us? Is there the fact that it, it makes no sense for Russia to do it? Would that be a reason for them to do it and hide behind that veil of obscurity? Is there any reason for China to do it? Is there any reason for I don't know if they would have the capabilities. Is there any reason for Ukraine to do it? Is is there any way that anyone but us did it? And again, you and I both don't believe that. But well, so that's a so that's an interesting question, and so. The capability of uh, the, the, if you're going to do it through cyber warfare, which I guess is a possibility, American Israelis have done some, some, you know, they've done stopped a lot of nuke stuff that way. Uh, again, you're going to have to have a very sophisticated cyber capability. So that leads to U.S., China, or Russia, uh, probably. There might be some other hackers, but they probably just don't have the juice to do that, to physically do it. It goes down to nation states as well. U.S., uh, China, maybe. Uh, China does not have a lot of success on the water. They're trying to field a blue water Navy. Uh, last time I checked their aircraft carriers. So to run an aircraft carrier, you have to have system, systemology, which is a system for all the systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, like last year, their aircraft carrier caught fire. They're trying to build that um, up. Uh, but I'm not even sure that they have that kind of uh, capability. Ukraine certainly does not have that kind of capability. Um, so it's a pretty narrow area. Then the, the great resetters, uh, mm-hmm. Sor- Soros and Schwab, I don't think have those capabilities. When you look at CIA, sad, I know you've had sad guys on the show before. All the sad guys are ex-military. The, the yeah. CIA does not, I mean, they, they do a little bit of training. They do some jumping, but they don't have, uh, yeah. the bandwidth to train guys uh, at that level. Uh, so it it, ha- it would have to have come from a nation state. Now, could be, um, it could be, you know, the drug cartels hire uh, X-tier one uh, sure. guys and Intel guys, and they have submarines. But for that level of an operation, um, you got to have decompression chambers, everything, or you're doing it through cyber warfare. I, I doubt that in- anybody except a, a nation state could pull that off. And I don't, I'm not even sure that the Chinese have that capability. Okay. Um, so are we marching towards world war three? And I know that again, it's a, it's a tired, Oh, it's the end of the world. It's always the end of the world. Um, is there any way that this is escalating that or is this, despite it being an egregious act, will this deescalate the march off the cliff? No, no, this is, well, you know, I say it's World War IV because G-Watch World War III, yeah. but I understand people just say that. Sure. Uh, but uh, no, this definitely escalates everything. And this, and from, mo- from a motive response, this comes in response to Putin saying, okay, I uh, thought I could negotiate with Ukraine, but now it's very clear that Ukraine is a puppet of America and it's a proxy war uh, with NATO and the U.S. I, again, I say this all the time. Ukraine is a puppet for the United States. The United States is a puppet for China and the global cabal. So there's puppets uh, running puppet spring. So when Putin finally realized, Putin has been, um, you got to forget the legacy media bullshit about um, 
killing kids and all this stuff and the bodies laying around that are strategically placed and there's no rats or buzzards. And, you know, I've been around my share of dead bodies. Uh, it's not like the movies. Um, the, th that isn't uh, likely at, at all. So um, Putin, in response to the inability uh, to um, negotiate with Ukraine and taking the Eastern provinces and realizing uh, provinces and realizing that um, Ukraine can't uh, do anything set, has mobilized and the, the, so the, the Russians are lining up to join because they're all anti-Nazi uh, because the real numbers are 45 million dead in, in Russia and nobody forgets that and everybody's been touched by that. From World War um, II. So you can so it's an so it's it's a very logical response as far as I'm concerned um, to that, and then the other response you saw that isn't an, an accident at all is you saw these uh, Nazis uh, Ukrainian Nazis uh, in Congress and you saw the uh, Ukrainian female uh, supposedly uh, special forces uh, hanging on the DoD podium. Uh, the other day, none of that's uh, by accident. That's very much like shooting Ashley Babbitt, murdering her. It's look, look at our power mm -hmm. through our force. It's not real power; it's force. But look at what we can get away with. Look yeah. at we we can do. Look how powerful we are. Which really means, look how forceful we are because we don't really have power. Yeah. It, so the Ashley Babbitt uh, tragedy, murder. Because I still say she was really murdered. It was an act. It was a false she was probably the only one around her that was not in on it, but I've seen a lot of shooting tapes as a primary fire instructor. You know, I've, I've, I've seen all the analysis and all the armchair folks who have never seen anybody shot uh, and have never watched a shooting tape. Uh, I think she was shot. Uh, and um, that analogy is the same as showing the uh, Ukrainian, uh, soldier babes leaning on the DOD platform, like, Hey, you know, we, we own this. We, we got, yeah. we control this. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so, and I always bring this up. There's sort of like an odd caveat since August 6th, 1945, you know, the use of nuclear weapons, nobody, nobody wins, whether you're a defense contractor or a great resetter or there he is, George popped back in. Uh, nobody wins with nuclear warfare you don't get to take the land you don't get to have your as tim Dillon says you don't get to have your yacht with your hookers and your your caviar nuclear is the end of the game these people may be evil and to a degree they may be stupid but i don't think they're retarded and are we gonna is anyone gonna gonna blow their wad and use a tactical nuclear weapon Whoever wants to answer that, George Prather. George, you want to go since you're back? Yeah, I'm back. Yeah, um, sorry guys. The um, so I'm right here by the coast. Uh, so just to show everybody, I'm at Myrtle Beach here. Um, I don't think it's going to be nuclear weapons. Uh, I, again, I think people act in their self interests, and it's not nations. There is no such thing as a nation acting, it's got to be people that do it. And uh, I see 
uh, Putin wanting to sell his gas to Europe. I see the people in Israel um, with Noble Energy and Genie Energy and Rothschild Energy really wanting a pipeline all the way from Kazakhstan to the boot of Italy. I, I see them wanting to make money. Uh, everybody gets to have their champagne. Uh, the Russians get to party in Forte de Marmi. They've got huge boats, huge yachts that they've all uh, profited from this energy business. So the, the idea that they would actually exchange nuclear, to me, doesn't make nearly as much sense as they would act like they're going to exchange nuclear so that they can get a huge payout from the U.S. Treasury and, and NATO. Um, and a commitment of for 20 years, uh, because they really do want to do this southern route. They want LNG ports all along the way, not just in, they say there's one Leviathan, which is a huge oil and gas field in the Mediterranean, but they say there's six more Leviathans. Then along that same route, uh, you got Genie Energy's pipeline in the Golan Heights. And then all, along the same route, you've got the, uh, the basin, Ural Basin. Uh, you know, the Caspian Sea and all that oil. And then you keep going and you got all the oil in Kazakhstan is not to mention uranium. And then you got the biggest customer at the end of that line, which is, which is China. Uh, and, and you probably can get all the stands, you know, the Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, you know, uh, Afghanistan for a song uh, from the war. So uh, to me, it just doesn't make any sense uh, to, to do a nuclear war it's it really ruins your whole day as they used to say <laughs> it really will throw a wrench into your saturday a mushroom cloud over the city and an irradiative plume it really really just fucks it all up um are we going to see a retaliatory well, mr brather so let me you know so i did my master's paper on the start uh treaty back in the day <laughs> back in the 80s or whatever uh and so remember ukraine just asked to join nato uh, Zelensky's with two big his big council big members, wolves, two big thugs yeah. uh, standing there. And Germany wanted Nord Stream 2 open. Uh, so now that they've blown it, they can't have it open. Uh, <laughs> so they're getting very desperate. But the doctrine of mutually assured destruction, MAD, has worked very well uh, for nuclear weapons. Uh, it saved a lot of lives. You know, my dad's a World War II veteran. He says, I'm glad, you know, we, we nuked Japan uh, because they were fanatics and uh, but since then, um, it, it has worked as a very good doctrine, uh, even with the Cuban Missile Crisis, I think was even blown out of pro proportion because the subs, which they could track back then, could come even closer yeah. uh, than Cuba. But the and also also, if you do that, then you may lose control. So Sri Lanka uh, didn't feed their people, went green. And now there's Sri Lankans swimming in the presidential pool. Uh, the world elite are not smart. Uh, they're very arrogant, but I'm not sure they're that stupid because uh, if that happens, then they may, they may lose all control. Um, I don't think there's very, I think there's very little chance of Putin using a nuclear weapon. I think there's a much higher chance of the US or the global cabal uh, either using one or using some kind of EMP weapon to simulate one, uh, which I think is more likely uh, to then try and bring about more control around election times as well, instead of a, another pandemic or something. That, that's, uh, but the, 
nuclear weapons are kind of passe at this point. The genetic weaponry, uh, a fifth generational warfare, where you can now um, uh, CRISPR edit something to a certain particular people. That's why Putin attacked. Yeah. Uh, so MAD is out the window. It's, it can be very specific and you can still take the terrain. The, yeah. So for the DOD about three or four years ago declared CRISPR as a weapon of mass destruction. Uh, and well, they should have. That's the real worry. But people still think about the last war and they think about nukes. So uh, there's a lot of bluster. But if anybody does it, it would be the U.S. or the global cabal or it would be uh, like everything else. I think they would fake it because, you know, it's just like you don't see Biden up there most of the time. It's a double. Uh, you know, Zelensky's hardly ever uh, in Ukraine. Um, almost you saw the bodies in the streets, which weren't real. I think it, I think if anything, it would probably be fake because their control is getting very, very tenuous. Uh, and if you go, if you start a real war uh, where the American people are totally rebelling in fourth generation insurgency against uh, the regime, Putin's coming against the regime, they may not hold. That could be if the lights go out and power goes off. That may be it for them. Yeah, the only really above all else, the one thing that kind of makes me call bullshit on most of this is the fact that Zelensky has like a central casting uniform, like never once has he deviated. Like I mostly wear like the same couple shirts doing this podcast, but even I'll throw on a polo every once in a while or a hoodie. The fact that it's always the same bullshit to me is a little a little suspect. Uh, back to what you said about the Cuban Missile Crisis, I'd actually never thought about that. And I because uh, I'm an egotistical asshole, I like to think I know a lot about the Cold War. That's a great point. Like, aren't didn't Eisenhower say? And Eisenhower is pre-Kennedy. Didn't he always say that uh, Russian subs were uh, the SLBMs were four minutes from DC? That's that's so yeah, much. So the, that's so the, much closer than nuclear deterrence. There's the nuclear deterrence where the the uh, B-52 uh, Stratos, I think, were that would fly. Stratos That's where you see yeah. fail safe and Chrome uh, Dome. Doctor Strange Love, and then they turn around. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the then they're on trucks. Believe it or not, they're on trucks, yeah, and the, the truck drivers got uh, rifles, ARs. Uh, and then they're on trains occasionally, but not mm-hmm. so much. But there's truckers, uh, and then there's in silos. Most of the silos have been closed up. Uh, now they filmed a Star Trek movie in one of the silos, but the real deterrent because of stealth technology was always the submarines uh-huh. always yeah. and, and there probably is also nu- uh, orbiting nukes but you don't even really need those all you got to do is some rods of god and, you, and then you, yeah. again you can take the terrain you get the same result without yeah. the radiation yeah um, but the the subs have the, that's why the clinton sold out the stealth technology to the chinese but we're not sure how good they are um with the uh, navies that's why there's that's why you see U.S. military being weakened, but especially you see the U.S. Navy being weakened. They mm-hmm. relieved five or six commanders. Um, you know, the, the Navy's a wreck because that's forced projection overseas. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the submariner force, too. Yeah. Um, George, I want to get your thoughts on uh, what Mr. Prather said towards the tail end was um, about the election. That is another big thing coming up in what's well, it's it's October first election midterm elections at least. They can't do the they can't do the COVID again. They've they've burned that. I mean if you're gonna do a bioweapon again, you you straight up gotta go Ebola or nothing. And I just don't see them doing that. It seems likely that Nord Stream and I was saying not that it's an original thought, but 
Um, that's what one thing I've been speculating for a while is we're going to poke Russia, poke Russia, poke Russia, and then no one will be surprised when there's a Russian, whether organic or false flag hours, cyber attack. And, hey, we got to shut down the elections or it's all, you know, we're going to pick it up. Don't worry. We'll count it at 3 a.m. We are snoozing. Do you see do you see that coming, George? Not that you have a crystal ball, but I don't care. I'm going to throw that burden on you. Are we going to are we are we tickling the bear? So that it either strikes back organically or we fake a strike back and go, sorry, LOL, no elections. Um, I think they want to uh, cycle up the war uh, talk because it helps you forget the COVID. Um, if you uh, think inflation <laughs> or inflation or the gas prices or the food shortages or, you yeah. know, name, name why you're why you're pissed <laughs> off uh, Joe Biden. Uh, war is always one of those things that's the high priority. And then if you resolve the war, then you're the guy who pulled the world back from the brink. Um, I think this is going to happen October 25th, where all the nations are going to be getting together for a, uh, five or six days. I think you'll see Kissinger on the plane with the shuttle diplomacy again. I think you'll have a deal. Neville Chamberlain, you know, waving the the I've said this for a while now, but I, I think it's I'm still on track with it. Um, you know, peace in our time, mm-hmm. I, not actually peace in our time. It's actually peace on our dime, um, which is the U S time. Um, but I think that's what you're going to have is you're going to have a, a Neville Chamberlain type waving of the peace agreement. It's going to be a 20 year deal. You're not going to have all the financial terms. People are not even going to think it's a financial deal. Yeah. It's my prediction. It's going to just be like, Hey, you know, we're not going to attack anymore. We're going to move back to our line. If, if I was doing it from the NATO side, I'd say move the tanks back to the border, um, leave advisors if you must f- with the uh, civil, uh, the Donetsk and the uh, Lugansk brigades, sign the Minsk agreement or sign a ma- uh, a memo of understanding saying you're going to do the Minsk agreement. They just forgot about the Minsk agreement. They just totally just forgot about it, you know, since 2014, uh, which is to say that the, those two provinces get uh, some um, autonomy uh, and they don't, there's, it's less of a federalism like we had after civil war. And it's more like a Confederacy a little bit, or articles of confederation. Um, and that's what they agreed to in the Minsk agreement. They want to make this the United States of Ukraine. And that's not what the people want. And unless, well, we're having the civil war right now. Um, and this would be like if they would have negotiated a civil war settlement. There was several attempts, by the way, during the civil war to negotiate a settlement. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the, I, I went to a couple of landings on the James River there where they had several negotiations um you know in in early days like you know 1862 you know what you think of how many people would have lived and how much material and treasure wouldn't have gone over the side if we had had a negotiated settlement so i think everybody wants a negotiated settlement in this thing the only thing is that will the americans pay for it that's the only question that's left of course we and, will. And yeah, and if from Biden's, it costs nothing to do promises. 
it costs nothing to say, hey, let's wait a, wait a week. <clears throat> only have to wait till November the 3rd. Yeah. And yeah. then on the 4th, you know, the financial terms. So I'm, I'm still 100% staying for the last couple months uh, on this thing. Mr. Prather, you grab your book off the shelf. Yeah, I, I don't spend a lot of time promoting my books, but um, this is um, Chase. This was a movie with Val Kilmer and Wes Studi because I'd done movies with Wes and he knew Val. But this is about um, some terrorists getting a Russian Satan, which is a small atomic demolition munition, and the uh, special forces uh, over in uh, Germany or the long range reconnaissance, uh, the LERP units, Rangers, had, if we went to uh, war with Russia, they had uh, nuclear backpacks and the Russians had the same things. Green that line. book's about, um, about one coming up uh, through the border. Uh, and uh, Russia has lost a lot of those. So uh, if there is one, it will be either in Ukraine or it will be uh, in America. And it would probably be a SATAM because a SATAM, uh, if it's ground launched, you know, because it's designed, it's just for, you know, dams and stuff like that. There's not a lot of fallout to small areas, especially if there's tall buildings uh, around. Uh, but yeah, and of course, you, we, you know, we just saw the, C, the old CIA guy who said, yeah, I, I demoed Building 7. Uh, there's a new video out about a missile at the Pentagon. I still, as far as I know, I still think planes flew into the two towers, but certainly the Israeli art students were let in by the FBI, which is a rep for the CIA. Uh, so a satum is certainly possible in Ukraine. Sure, they, they're they're willing to fight to the last Ukraine or Ukrainian in the United States. Um, I think what's happening here is very interesting because I do know that there were multiple more assassination trumps of of Trump, assassination attempts of Trump, uh, then were pulled off. The last one was. When Biden said, when the intelligence community goes, hey, we've heard about an assassination attempt, and Biden says, and by the way, I'll be out of the country. That's like, hey, I got my alibi. I'm not there. Uh, but what you're starting to see with the FBI, now I think it's up to 30 now, and there's guys at the seventh floor, oh, and yeah. there's SWAT guys, they're on our HRT guys, they're like, no, uh-uh. There's a lot of, there has been a lot of folks backing out of a lot more stuff. And I think that if they try and do that, in the United States, um, the guys that they get would back out of it. And you got to have capable guys for that. Uh, as, as Dale so, always says, um, it comes down to the man in the field with the gun. And yep. it is kind of a catch-22. To get to that rung, the shitheads are weeded out. Um, speaking of the... Uh, yeah, the, the FBI, the young FBI HRT guy, Steve Friend, I mean, he's a you know, little guy, you know, kind of looks like you, nice guy, got his cameo and everything. Looks like he's got very little combat experience. I'm like, not like Dale uh, yeah. or Pat or, you know, all these other guys. Yeah. Um, and, and even he's going, nope, I'm not going to play. Uh, so the older guys, you know, are not going to have any part of this. Uh, and I think that's where, that's the kind of the safety valve for the Satan, especially in the United States. Speaking of uh, the the CIA guys that would jump out with the uh, the nukes on their chests, uh, last on Thursday I interviewed uh, Rick Prado, and he's going to try to get Billy Wall on here, and so that will be the the culmination of my 
if I get to interview Billy Wah, he'll probably. If you get to interview Billy Wah, yeah, let me know, that, man. That will be every, everyone that's like, who's Billy Wah? I'm like, he's the living Babe Ruth of Special Forces. He is. <laughs> he's 93, total badass. In, tried to join the army at 12, and the in, the the recruiter called his mom. He's like, what the fuck, are you doing? Go home. <laughs> you know, yeah. So he could have got Osama. He had Osama. Oh yeah. Dead oh yeah. And, was jogging behind him. Everybody knows prosthetics on. Oh yeah. No, it's uh, yeah. Um, but that does seem to be sort of a, a self weed out thing. When you get to that level, you know, when you get to be the best of the best, that's also, yeah. You you have the guys that won't cheat at the most upper echelon, the all stars of sports, because there's a certain thing that gets you there, and it's. It may not even be conscious, but it's like I had friends who were like the straight A pre-med students and none of them would cheat even if they could have gotten away with it. Because in order to get to that spot, there's a lot of self-discipline that gets you to that, that you have developed and used to weed out the sort of deleterious traits of your own personality, of blaming others, of looking for the shortcut, of just, you know, saying, oh, this isn't my fault. So by the time you get to that point, if someone's like, hey, dude, here's a cheat card it's just kind of in your DNA to be like, but no, fuck that. It's, 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 you, it makes you want to vomit. So that's my hope. Um, you know, Mr. Prada was on here the other day and he, you know, he's a, he's a younger Billy Waugh immigrant parents put him on a plane to flee communist Cuba when he was 10 years old. And that guy is wildly optimistic and based on his own experiences, which are nothing but death and destruction. So that was actually for anybody listening, episode nine thirty three. That was actually a very heartwarming episode. Um, he didn't say that we're not in for some trouble, and that it's not going to be a bumpy path, but that. No, no, a, a lot of people are still going to die. That's war. oh yeah, it's that's the hey terrible. spoiler alert. It's uh, it's going to be me yeah. and George. No, and a lot of people already have, but you know, I I don't know if you ever had him on, but he's gone now. But John Caviano was a, a fifth group um, special forces guy awarded the medal of, of honor. I knew him and then he went on to uh, Delta. And um, I mean, you know, we were in Las Vegas at an event and uh, Steven Seagal walked in and nobody paid any attention because we were all talking to Gabbiano, the Medal, Medal of Honor recipient. <laughs> he put yeah. together, he put, a, I watched him put away a whole bottle of Jim Beam. Good um, Lord in heaven. But when he, he got up to talk, everybody was still talking. He was like, hey, shut up the fuck up. And everybody did because he was a badass. There's a, there's then I know sorry George I know we're boxing you out. There's a story of some OSS guys. Oh no, go. Uh, there's a story of some OSS guys who are like moving some rocket scientists temporarily to Britain and then they were going to bring them to the U.S. through Maine. And I guess one of the rocket scientists was saying how the th- the fuel for the early V2s was just like barely different than alcohol. And there's a story of a bunch of OSS guys just getting shit faced. They were draining a V2. <laughs> and, uh, it's just a different level of badass but uh george are we going because this is your wheelhouse and i believe you brought this up earlier this year on a podcast putin's making greater and greater claims that you know the west is the great satan i think just two days ago he said the nazis won world war ii um are we going to see anything that could shift the mass consciousness towards not to sound like a fucking new ager but some sort of evidence that there was CRISPR research being done on the border? Or are we kind of walking, as Mr. Prather said earlier, or I think you said it earlier, there is sort of a 
a wild hypnosis where we just tow people are just towing the party line. I mean, an article came out in the New York Times, I think yesterday or the day before, that said it is Russian misinformation that the United States blew up Nord Stream 2, which to me means that that was us, right? Whenever they put out an official stance, whenever Google starts putting fact check the little blue tabs on shit, that's when I know it's real. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's what the answer is. George, could you please uh, drop some wisdom? Well, uh, I mean, uh, how about starting with who said they were going to do it? I mean, Biden <laughs> said, we're going to do it. <coughs> we'll do it. And then she, he was questioned through two or three times. And he said, but, you know, the, the gal said, that's Germany's area. That's not your area, you know? And he said, no, we, we'll blow it up. You know? So, I mean, I always start with in the crime solving people who say they're going to do it you know if like <laughs> kill that guy you know i get killed you start with a guy who says i'm going to kill that guy <laughs> uh, you know you start with the people who say i'm going to blow it up and and not in a flippant way he was questioned two or three times in that press conference and he said we're going to blow it up now that could be through a proxy or whatever but to me i didn't think that there was enough time before the end of the election to do a ramp up in the operation. Uh, can't remember Kissinger did like 11 days of bombing in Hanoi uh, when he did the carpet bombing, the Christmas bombing uh, the one year, I can't remember the name of that campaign. Uh, but Thunder, linebacker two, linebacker. linebacker. Arclight. Yeah, it was rolling thunder. I think was earlier, I but think that was uh, the opening. Yeah. But it was a rolling thunder type of thing and Hanoi's getting hit. And so everybody has a reason. And so so that you needed to go through the mental process that, okay, now uh, that he did this, Kissinger's smart, brilliant bombing of Hanoi has forced the Vietnamese to the negotiating table. What a great negotiator. And now we're going to get a peace deal that, you know, on our terms, that's how you think. You know, if you're watching it from from afar or if you see Henry Kissinger flying back and forth between the Israelis and the Arabs, you think, hey, he's really working his ass off with this shuttle diplomacy. We're going to get a good deal. Both sides think they're going to get a good deal. Right. There wasn't enough time in this war to do an 11 day or 12 day bombing campaign or carpet bombing. Um, basically, this war is long range missiles knocking out each other's supply of more long range missiles. Or batteries, you know, hitting one you know, howitzer one fifty five batteries or whatever, or supply trains that are full of tanks. I know when if I'm sitting in a hotel room on the border of Poland and I see the 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 tanks, the T eighty twos going by me on a flat car, if I can see it, right, uh, then I know that the, see, yeah. from satellite, and I know they're going to get hit, and they did get hit in Lviv. When they went over about 20 miles later, they got hit. So uh, to me, this is sort of like, I'll blow up your old Soviet stuff if you blow up my old Soviet stuff. You know, uh, because the reserves got put in on the Soviet side, the second stringers, the JV got put in on the second side. So to me, this has always been about paying for the the pipelines. This is about paying for the uh, pipeline to the biggest customer, China pipeline to the biggest reserves that we have always wanted which is in uh the caspian sea and and the new great big finds which are the black sea and the mediterranean sea it's all about the southern route and so i 
when I when I look at this, I say the only thing that's jugular quality or jugular level where you have to do a peace settlement. Think about it. I mean, it's either nuclear war, which I don't think we can do a missiles of October. Yeah, we still could do a missiles of October type of thing. Uh, but I think that that's not the way everybody wants to go. It hurts the stock market when you do missiles of October. Is this cut the cut the Nord Stream? Doesn't hurt anybody. Everybody starts saying uh, they're going to have triple the price for gas in England. They're going to have to close businesses. They have to turn lights off, blah, 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 blah. You know, we're all going to freeze. We're going to tear up our floorboards. We're going to have to live by burning our floorboards. And we need to do a deal, right? And I think that is all we, they really need to do. It's, it's kind, of, kind of brilliant in a way because they don't have to do any bombing or anything. Anyway, I've gone on a bit, but mm-hmm. that's, that's my logic. No, it's 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 brilliant, and it's also um, it's right in line with the idea of going green. You know, I'm sure there are some people whose heads so far in the sand. They're going, you know, Biden's doing it for the planet. He did this for the dumping dumping it all into the ocean, but he did it for the planet. But you know, it also puts Europe in a more desperate spot. They have to, they can only get aid from us. You know, it's not enough that we're giving weapons to Ukraine. It's now like let's get them all in the teeth. Let's get them all in the teeth. Let's just snip that jugular. Now you have to get oil from us. But I think most importantly, it's evil, but it is smart. You are you're distracting anyone who might have been thinking about not voting the party line. You're distracting them. You're, now you're not thinking about the price of milk or domestic censorship or the raping of our borders or rampant inflation. Now you're we've got a wartime president. And he's got to keep us from going to World War Three, despite the fact this is the guy walking us towards World War Three. It's you know, it's like inflation's down. It, it, it's not growing anymore. It's like, but dude, you're the one that made it grow like you're we're not accelerating anymore. But you're the one who had your foot on the gas pedal. But it doesn't it doesn't matter if you can portray yourself as any sort of hero as we come towards election. Mr. Prather, your thoughts. Well, the, everybody, every president wants to act like a wartime president, um, but Biden can't do that. First of all, most of the time it's a double. Uh, secondly, after Afghanistan, uh, there's no credibility. There's, there's no, you know, I know a lot of hardened G, 20-year GWAT veterans, patriotic, that are like, I'll never have my kid uh, uh, serve this deep state cabal. And, and, you know, my grandpappy was in the every war, you know, going back, but no more. We're not, so to try and um, uh, bring about the uh, United States to have the enthusiasm to do something, it's not 9-11. Um, you know, uh, uh, Michael Yan sent me the submarine with the Israeli flag on it and the American flag hitting the twin towers that says Nord Stream 1 and 2, but there, there's no inflection point. There's no day of infamy. There's no way to rally the troops uh, all, all it would be is, hey, we, we have less, even less confidence uh, in you, uh, and it makes them less stable, which doesn't mean that they won't do it. Uh, you know, people do, people in charge do stupid things all the time. At one time, a little island called Japan thought it'd be a great idea to, to attack the United States. And the only clear thinker was, well, if we can beat them in a year, maybe we can win. And that was Yamamoto. Um, but I, I don't, they're too, they're too hesitant. There's no 
Patton's here. There's no Grants. There's no Caesars uh, in this crowd that are daring and courageous. Um, and there's there's also no uh, if if somebody was going to do a satum coming back to that, it'd be because they believe they were willing to sacrifice. I mean, you're supposed to get out of there in time, but you can't get out of there in time. There's there's no reason to do this. So I, I think that they they are in real trouble uh, yeah. here, and I think they're losing more and more control uh, every day. And it, if if they do do something, it would be something like an EMP simulating uh, a nuke. Uh, but they they might lose control uh, over that because Putin's been very very specific. He's he's never blamed Trump. He's never blamed the American people. His latest stuff that just came out said it's uh, Satanist and pedophiles. And it's the Democratic Party, <laughs> and uh, that could easily turn into uh, support uh, for the resistance here. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it seems like you you kind of need that. Yeah, you need that 9-11, you need that cataclysmic lower Manhattan moment, that Pearl Harbor, that USS Maine, that shot heard around the world. You're never quite going to get it, right? I mean, I, I wasn't alive, but I can only imagine a couple of years after the end of World War II, and they're trying to galvanize everyone with the Berlin airlift. I mean, I can only imagine you're like, the fuck? Like, I, I don't give a sh-. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Like, we we just we just painted these islands and fields red with american blood i don't give a shit if they go hungry it kind of feels like that's where we are they're trying to rum up the cold war and it's like dude we just it's like that friend i went to the university of georgia it's like how like there'd be a football game on a saturday and the first night everyone would blow their wad and just get they'd party way too hard on friday night and they're supposed to be up at nine drinking but no one was able to wake up until 10 and even then everyone's kind of throwing up and but there's that one friend that's like banging like the like the five year old on Christmas. Goes wake up, it's game day. It's like, dude, I'm gonna put a bullet in your face if you keep knocking on my door. Let's go, dogs. It's kind of like that. We just got out of the Middle East, and now there's that asshole who's never drank before sunrise, and now he's excited about it. But George, do you see them doing any sort of domestic attack here, either with an EMP or we've, we've kind of ruled out bio? But I think you're correct, Mister Bray. There's that. There needs to be a a visceral thing here at home. I mean, there is something that is just seared into the mind, you know, 21 years removed about people jumping from the North Tower. There's just something that, like, you'll never be able to totally extricate. And as bullshit as Iraq was, to a degree, it still allows you to kind of gloss over the Middle East because you're like, they completely fucked us here. What they did was just, pure evil we don't have that for ukraine for us we can watch it on the news but we're a deeply shallow people like we don't we don't care and i don't mean everyone that does care but i mean in mass no one cares it's just it's about a retweet or a slogan george do you think they're going to do something here well um i i maybe a bio i wouldn't rule out bio necessarily like a bio um, in Kramatorsk or someplace where they've already got, you, you asked the question before, is it possible that, you know, Jeff mentioned CRISPR and so forth, uh, weapons of mass destruction, could they bomb a Zaporizhia? Um, I'm already hearing that the Ukrainians are already doing that. Um, the power plant, the four power plants there on the Dnieper River, which could cause. Georgia froze up still hear me oh yeah we can hear you 
Yeah. So um, I'm just saying is like bombing the nuclear power plant Zaporizhia, those four plants, the biggest in Europe, that would be one of those events where you go, oh, my goodness, here we go. Uh, it's on fire. Have the Chernobyl have, you know, Chernobyl had the helicopters and they were pouring cement and they were, you know, it was one of those crazy things to try to control it. I think that may get to, cause I remember Ch- Chernobyl in 82 uh, or maybe 78 or what, whatever. 80, what? what oh, 86. 86. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I'm trying to, I remember it. I remember I was young, <laughs> but anyway, it's something like that where, like that was one of those things where you remember where you were when you heard it. And I think that was what they were trying to do on September the 24th. When everybody said, you'll always remember where you were on September the 24th. I think it's going to be, you'll always remember where you were on October 24th. And the 25th is the, the, is going to be the peace conference. Um, But it looks like what they've been breadcrumbing is Zaporizhia to somehow go Chernobyl. Uh, so that would be my one prediction if they're if they are going to do something big like you say, but they're not going to do it on U.S. soil because then everyone would say you didn't know the Russians might do something on U.S. soil. Um, we had these twelve Russian operatives go around and do toxic clouds all over the United States. These GRU operatives that were really under the employee and tutelage of Peter Strzok at IB, at the FBI. Hey how did you let that happen right before an election? So that doesn't look good. Domestic terrorism here doesn't look good. It has to be something big. I agree with Jeff and it has to be something in uh, Ukraine that's going to affect the, you know, ecology, like you mentioned, by the way, when you cut the Nord stream and then methane gas goes into the atmosphere, methane gas is a greenhouse gas folks. That's not helping. (laughs) Hey, shut up with that logic. Russia bad. (laughs) That's not helping. I'll leave it. I'll let Jeff have the last word. Well, the I think uh, what was supposed to happen on the 24th uh, was they were going to have a uh, Manhattan, Kansas BSL exercise. Uh, and, you know, I outed that and other people outed that. Uh, and I think that's another example of uh, they weren't able to do it. I think the, the cattle in Kansas was a, a, um, pre precursor exercise to they were going to run something and it failed that's what i'm saying i as an intelligence person you don't always see your successes if nothing goes wrong then you don't you don't really know but i do know that there's been several incidences the one of them which was there's you know they're going to shut down plum island they're going to start stand up the kansas the manhattan kansas bsl4 with you know at a university no security the the cattle died already in kansas and then they canceled that exercise. And so I think that they are very reactive and they're trying to figure out what to do. Um, just like with the FBI, this is not, you know, plans are useless. Planning is invaluable. Develop the situation, as Pete Blaber said in the mission to men and me, the former Delta Force commander. And, and, and so they're kind of casting around of what to do because I think they're in trouble. I guess in the final couple minutes of this, um, predictions is this something that gets settled in the next i don't know what today's october 1st got roughly 90 days left in this year 30 days has to jump 30 31 30 we got 92 days left is this something that gets wrapped up in a bow with uh 
no matter how no matter how bullshit the bow is, you know, we're, we're going to end up somehow giving Russia a trillion dollars and Biden's going to be a genius, whatever it is. Is this something that gets wrapped up? And I say that loosely or. Or is this going to keep dragging on? And is are, is this the are these the building blocks to something much larger that we won't know until a decade down the road when we look back and you look back at 1914 or you look back at 1939 and you go, oh, it kept going. It kept building. Um, and obviously that's not an original take. Oh, we're going march towards World War III. Yeah, yeah, that, that's not some brilliant take of mine. Um, Mr. Prather, uh, your predictions for the next Well, month, actually, I, George, George would be the one to really right. uh, address that because he thinks that the... Uh, talks have already happened or they are going to happen uh and i think he has a lot more insight than i uh on that but i don't think they're going to do anything dramatic before any elections either this year or even next year all right george well then let's uh we'll wrap this up with your predictions uh 25th uh is the conference in berlin uh by the 30th or 31st you'll have a waving of the peace deal it'll be waved in a on a windy day uh so that it'll flutter you have, always have to have the flutter, the Neville Chamberlain flutter. And then we'll find out later that it's $750 billion over 20 years. George, you're very good at the optics. They could, they should definitely hire you. You're Mr. Prather and I are talking about Armageddon and false flag. And you know how to frame it. You're like, it's gotta be the sailor kissing the nurse times square. Trust me. It's going to be great. They need you. You could George, if you delivered, if you delivered just like daily, apocalyptic news i'd suck it up i would drink the kool-aid and i'd feel good about it if you're out there and you're like listen we're seizing all private property we're getting rid of the stock market work will set you free i'd be like look at that smile look at that listen to that smoky voice like we're good it's gonna be okay i'd, I'd go to the gulag listening to you it's it's gonna be okay it's gonna be <laughs> I, okay i think we're gonna make it uh but uh but Follow Jeff Prather. We recorded a show yesterday for more additional thoughts. Deep dive on Jeff's show, Prather Point. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. George Webb, Mr. Jeffrey Prather. I'll put all y'all's information in the description. Go follow him on Twitter. Uh, you can join our, uh, our our campaign of uh, hate speech and misinformation as clearly we are the spawn of Satan or have so been described. Thank you so much, right. both of you, Mr. Prather, George Webb. God bless. God bless America.